0: On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, we're going to talk about the new Dune still images that came out this week. We're also going to talk about John Krasinski and his rumored Marvel Studios meeting, and Sam Raimi finally confirms his involvement with Doctor Strange. everyone and welcome back to film optics where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news i'm your host christian and today as always we will be talking about the world of film tv and everything pop culture related and i'm joined by my good friend and my co-host devin how are you doing today man we're here for another week was this week week five of quarantine Um, 38 i don't know it's just lost count i lost time Lost count. Time has I like think no today meaning is Thursday, whatsoever. Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Today is Thursday. Still having, <laughs> still winning on st- on that stimulus check for that's fine. Mine came in it's yesterday right. morning. You know, just nice, nice. I'm. I, I literally everyone keeps texting me like, oh, did did you get it? Did you get it? And I'm like, no, I didn't get mine yet. I think it depends on when you did your taxes. When I was talking to my friend about it. So I don't know. Well, anyone out there who has a stimulus check, uh be responsible Buy a, for that maybe. Water fountain, like that one guy on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Honestly, one of the best movies you can find. I probably mean, it would get a lot make. of use. <laughs> it would. I mean, it's water. It's not like it's not, you know, not. I, I had that essential. same one it's, it's in one of my essential. dorms
1: and I used it so much.
0: The water Someone. bottle so what, one. The, what, how, how was the water pressure? The wa- all the it, think, okay. It I is a water bottle is. one. I was gonna say. I, all right. Well, you always gotta make sure that you know the water pressure is like just right. It can't be like you know you you press you press on the water fountain, it splats in your face, and you're like ah, feels like you're drowning drowning underneath. I don't know if you're at like some kind of water park or something, but. <laughs> I don't know, man, but uh, you've been playing any uh, good games lately? You've been watching any uh, cool movies or I'm TV shows? I'm all cut up on Ozark. Time? Are you really? Se- nice. Season three nice. was very I'm... good,
1: but I w- will not mm-hmm. be comparing it to Breaking Bad like other people have because that's a <laughs> tall task for any show, and it's only three seasons.
0: Yeah that is very true yeah and i was gonna say like you know breaking bad definitely has what is i think it's five or six six seasons five or six yeah so it's definitely at least double the amount of seasons and yeah i've i've also seen people online saying how oh you know ozark's so much better than breaking bad and i was like i mean we also got better call Saul, and i think that's to me at least i've watched through better call Saul and um Breaking Bad. I think Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. I haven't seen Ozark, but I refuse to believe that it's better than Breaking Bad. But I still have to watch it. Yeah, I'd say it's worth myself. a watch. But there, season 2 definitely drags a yeah, little For sure. Season 3 makes up for it. Yeah, that's what people keep telling me yeah dude there's so many shows i still need to watch i've been i've been watching pretty much uh just random movies throughout the week uh mainly from studio ghibli um it's from uh it's japanese studio uh makes amazing amazing films these films came out starting like the early 90s like all the way up through pretty much to 2014 15 doing doing my uh rewatch of those films they're Literally, dude, like, when I say these films are beautiful, like, they feel like they were made today. Like, they aged so well, like, fine line. It's amazing. But, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been watching. And I've also been playing Final Fantasy VII, uh, the remake. So, that's been pretty fun so far. I'm about halfway through the game, but... Yeah, so uh, let's just get into today's topics, but before we be get, get into those really quick, everyone, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, YouTube, Podbean, uh, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn, just to name a few. And I keep getting these Facebook notifications because I posted that, pick three of all these crazy chicken places. <laughs> And Keynes is on there, and everyone keeps choosing. it's an, it's an easy and choice. And I don't know why. It's it's just chicken chips, dude. I don't understand. Ugh. No, Hattie B's because you okay. Hattie B's is Nashville thing, and you didn't get a chance to. I took you to what was it? Um, file Play, which was very very good chicken. Because I remember us getting the oh, items yeah. afterwards. That was that was rough, but it was it was some good stuff. I think. I had more of an itis there than w- when we went to um, Fun Buffet. <laughs> I'll never forgive it's myself. A lot for of itis. <laughs> ever. It was a lot of itis, but I don't. I don't get the. I don't get the Canes thing. It's just weird. Like the, the sauce. I'll it's give just, you the sauce. You but can't. Like, you can't get, get better, chicken better for chicken
1: tenders. It's like the top tier chicken tender. <sighs> Is what, it who though? has better like, chicken tenders?
0: I definitely. I. I I would say foul play well, that's or not, that's not bees. really bees. I mean do honestly
1: like regional places like that.
0: Okay, okay. All right, all right. F- fair enough, fair enough. I would s- <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> not KFC. I would say Popeyes. There's they're pretty they're pretty similar.
1: I would actually, say the closest
0: in like right taste and texture. I mean Right. I mean, um, but then you have, what I mean, Chick-fil-A is all right, but I haven't really been to Chick-fil-A in a while. And I mean, eh, I've never been to Zaxby's either, to be completely honest. But I don't know. Uh, It's it's, it's a mystery, man. (laughs) It's a mystery indeed. But uh, we have a lot to talk about today, Devin. We have a lot to get through. And this is us after trimming the fat of all the other news pieces that we've pretty much gone through but um <laughs> i guess let's just get started and we'll just start with the biggest news of the week which is uh the first images of that De- uh of dennis uh the Villen- villain dune denis villeneuve. Huh? denis villeneuve denis villeneuve Maybe. okay okay <laughs> Maybe. So Denny, I was gonna say Dennis. <laughs> Beninov. Um the first uh shots from Dune, they're here. It's it's released. It's, well, it's supposed to be coming out uh December 2020, still set for that release date. But the star these pictures, power. man, are just that this that yes, picture of especially the star like, power.
1: We were yeah. just like oogling Woo! over it. Like, what is this shot?
0: John Boyega yeah. was googling over it too. He why didn't like, Star hey, why Wars did, do this? Why did we not give this? In- <laughs> right, <laughs> I mean, granted, but maybe this. I feel this is more sci-fi, sci-fi versus sci-fi fantasy. But a I lot of people are trying to
1: compare it to Star Wars, and it's just like, don't do that. Just let it be its own thing.
0: Yeah right i mean they are both sci-fi like i said but star wars is definitely more of a sci-fi fantasy not saying that dune isn't but it's i don't know i i wouldn't i mean i guess you can like you can compare them but not down to a t i would say but i don't know but yeah like you said the star power is just insane you get timothy timothy chalamet josh brolin zendaya jason momoa uh, denise (laughs) the the director denise i'll just say denise Denise. (laughs) dv Uh, and uh, shen cheng uh uh, stephen uh henderson this this is this is crazy like these shots look so amazing and i'm just i'm blown away i can't i mean what what are your thoughts like i just i really hope it comes out this year I am right there with you <laughs> because this is just ah like could, could this movie be any bad better with this with the cast and the director? This? I mean, I mean obviously, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, like this is the perfect movie for him. Yeah, it it really is, and I know you know Blade Runner twenty forty nine didn't make all that much money in the box office, but. To me, the box office doesn't really necessarily matter because the people who went to go see it really liked it. And I ended up buying the 4K uh, version of it um, during Christmas or during the holidays, I should say. Um, so, it was, I mean, I, I ended up liking it. I never really, like, I watched the first Blade Runner movie, like, years ago, but I didn't remember anything about it. And, like, yeah, it's a little bit slower paced, but... The world building there is just amazing. And on a Armas, of course. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We just also wow. got news that it's gonna be a two-parter. <laughs> yes. Uh Denise would not agree to a first movie unless he guaranteed that um they can also do a second. So I mean, fingers crossed, really hoping this movie makes enough money within uh, you know, for box office for them to greenlit a sequel, because honestly, that's the only reason why or the, the only relevance for a box office is to make sequels anyway so but um yeah i mean i like he's like we've said with this star power i i don't see this not happening and you know jason momoa he's all excited about it comparing his is dune character well, to, you uh, yeah you can't just duncan idaho the
1: just i couldn't believe that was the name <laughs>
0: duncan idaho <laughs> duncan idaho to Han Solo. It sounds similar. It doesn't even look like a Han Solo. Yeah, Duncan Idaho, Han Solo. <laughs> I wonder how Duncan Idaho got his name. Let's make yeah. a solo film about it. I do
1: I do want to know how he <laughs> got that name. Maybe I can find out by reading it for two dollars. Oh.
0: Yes, yes. You can actually read uh, Dune or owned Dune the digital Kindle version on um Amazon Kindle for two bucks. And, you know, if you're more of an audio reader, um, you know, the uh, Audible version is also available. I might yeah, be my, going the, that the route. I'm not entirely sure.
1: Because that sounds better.
0: Yeah. It really does. And it's, it's kind of like your, your own little storybook. You know, you, you get the nice little voices and everything. You can kind of follow along. If, if I mean, I'm sure you can find like a, like a PDF of the version if you really wanted to. If you wanted to follow along to, you know, keep track of what's going on. But yeah man this has been so much dune news lately that well within these past few days it's just you know th- this is a great week for for news content for film and movie lovers and game lovers all alike so this we we, we got a lot to get into it's like i've said before but um another big heavy hitter on uh, netflix stocks hidden all time disney and this comes from crazy to think about Yeah, it really is. I saw someone on Twitter who was saying that Disney has better content than Netflix, and I thought about it for a second, and I wanted to get your opinion and thoughts about this as well because it's just I don't know. Like I feel like Netflix is definitely the more I guess reliable of the two. Well, you can't. I mean,
1: most consistent because they just put out so much stuff that a lot
0: of it's bound to, to resonate with people. Right. And that comes from their whole, you know, Netflix has adopted the binging method of, you know, watching an entire series or season in one go. When Disney uh, went the other, the more traditional, well, I guess, I guess traditional route now would be binging, wouldn't it? Yeah because i mean it's been a it's been around for so long so i i would i would guess you can see the og uh the og traditional with you know releasing shows um once a week which is totally fine i kind of like that a little bit better just because it gives people more time to watch it and you know let's say if uh, if like so me and jared we both reviewed the witcher season 1 i finished before him and I mean, it's nice with Netflix, you know, their um, with their method because all the episodes are already out there. You just have to go watch them. But it's all about the conversation. I like keeping the conversation going throughout the weeks and, you know, hearing all these different theories and um, uh, different types of, um, you know, little Easter eggs that people have noticed throughout uh, certain rewatches and what have you. But yeah. It's, it's pretty cool, but you know since uh, COVID-19 has been going on, um, it has been severely hurting the in- entertainment industry, um, as we all know, but Netflix is thriving. They're thriving. Yeah. thriving. <laughs> They're thriving. Uh, stocks are climbing up around 4% uh, to about $413.55 this week, the highest it's ever been, so kudos to Netflix. Some pretty cool stuff. But do um, you want to um, you, you want to kind of tackle this this next this next story here? Um, with uh we, we got some great some rise of Skywalker news for you folks out there. All you Skywalker yeah, man, haters, top Blu-ray sales charts currently. Interesting, very interesting. And um, so also, there's since. You know, everyone's been mainly stuck indoors. Um, there, they, uh, this comes from comicbookmovie.com So, the top Blu ray sales from Amazon um, as of right now. I just wanted to, I wanted to kind of throw this in here because I thought it was pretty interesting to see what people are buying, what people are watching. So, uh, number one, obviously, is uh, Rise of Skywalker. Number two is Little Women, Greta Gerwig's version of Little Women. Uh, number three, Jumanji: in The Next Level. And then we have 1917, uh, Doolittle, Joker, Frozen 2, uh, Harry Potter of uh, the eight, the full eight movie co- uh, collection, um, <laughs> the Ten Commandments. I mean, hey, I mean Easter was last Sunday, this past Sunday, and then uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So those um, and that goes from number one all the way down to number ten for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There, so. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, did you want to read off really quick the top digital rentals and purchases? And then we'll kind of just uh, move on from there. Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: Sanic is number one.
0: Sanic. Bloodshot. Go
1: oh, boy. That's, that's number two.
0: <sighs> it's all about family. <laughs> I really wanted to say it <laughs> I want to watch the movie just so hopefully you'll see you got Jumanji, Bad Boys,
1: Onward. Onward! You could have just wait for Disney Plus, but okay. The Greatest Showman, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker is at seven. Bomb show Gemini, man. Even for digital, how
0: did, how did Gemini, Gemini man, man, is man. Uh, get out? Of uh, get that out of there! And then the oh, gross. Hey, the gentleman, coming in strong. Comes out next week on um, on physical media, so I might be uh, picking that bad boy up. So that will be pretty cool. But yeah, those were the top digital rentals uh slash purchases from Amazon, so um that gives you a little bit of an idea of what people are watching and what's you know what's been out since um since uh, the uh pandemic since the happening, I guess you can say so um, but speaking of more uh digital goodies um actually this is this is a pretty big uh news so um as everyone knows uh for people who've watched daredevil out there netflix had a deal with uh marvel that since uh daredevil ended with season three um i believe they had a um they had to wait well disney has to wait until their contract is up um for daredevil to uh to come off of netflix and back into their domain essentially so netflix will no longer have the rights to daredevil starting this november so that's very really convenient exciting i know there's for the third, the third very very movie. convenient timing. young
1: peter parker is in need of a lawyer
0: i believe so he's gonna have some there. uh messy i think it does man like i mean you get <sighs> I See, I've never watched Daredevil myself, and I know it's a very good show, but I haven't watched any of the MCU TV films and, uh, or the MCU uh, TV shows, excuse me. But um, I think this is really great for, you know, um, you know, Disney and Sony moving forward um, because I think everybody wins here. The, you know, the companies win. Um, you have the man, uh, Charlie Cox, um and uh or john brenthal reply reprising his role as charlie cox um and then you have it for the fans so it's like why not put him in uh, the third spider-man so it, it would be pretty sweet to see this especially i'm just i'm very excited and hopefully you know all this will blow over and we can just get back to our normal lives or semi-normal lives, at least, you know, one small step at a time, everyone. I don't think everything's just going to come wide uh, open, you know, back up within the with uh, <laughs> within the first, like, week or two. It'll be probably more of a slow release, taking precautions. But, um, yeah, I'm very, very excited for this because, you know, the biggest cliffhanger or one of the biggest cliffhangers in a Spider-Man movie, you know, Spider uh Peter's uh identity gets revealed to the world and by Mr. Mysterio who sh- who actually I don't think is no, dead. No way. So, they need that Sinister Six. No way at all. <laughs> They've been trying to do that forever death. I'm so t- I'm so tired of hearing Sony's trying to do another Sinister Six movie and I'm like I just uh, Like I want to care, but I feel like I just stopped caring. (laughs) I don't know what it is, man. I'm just you know you know you you know you. I'm just waiting. I guess. Cyberpunk 2077.
1: Ooh, why? Why the first times we've ever had a non-delay news point? CD Projekt Red believes that the game will not be delayed. Good news okay we need that game
0: okay. as the, soon as possible uh, yeah <laughs> we no we we really do especially after the um, the second heavy hit of uh the last of us part 2 not coming out on may 29th um you know they they say the game is nearly finished but it's it's kind of like up in the air because it's very inconsistent with you know some games are still released to come out because i believe i believe there's another game coming out the same day as uh the last of us part two was supposed to come out on may 29th um i don't believe they pulled out from that street date yet so um but you know i understand sony's just taking precautions and you know logistics reasons and whatnot and uh neil Druckmann, actually was on um, the dir- uh, game director of last of us part two had said that you know they're nearly finished you're pretty much at the one yard line and getting all that stuff uh, put together but I'm really glad that cyber uh, or cd project red is you know sticking to their guns they they you know they they are considered an indie film and i mean indie uh <laughs> developer excuse me and if you don't know who they are they are responsible for making the amazing witcher games which i've also heard they are not done with just yet but cyberpunk 2077 um hopefully you know it will keep that date but there was also a um a, a lot more extra surprise with uh, Cyberpunk 2077, right? I think it was the uh, the Xbox bundle got <laughs> leaks on Amazon. <laughs> I, I didn't see it for it. So did you see? Well, I I see I see the controller, but I don't think they've actually released the um you know what the system itself looks like. But if there's any indication of what the controller looks like, it's more of a white. Slash gray pinkish, um, color combination uh looks ten times better than the color combination for the DualShock Five. Excuse me, the Dual Sense. It's your sixth sense. So, <laughs> um, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, you have any thoughts about this or no? I might have to get that controller. That's all we gotta say hopefully and i wonder if this it so apparently this is supposed to be like xbox one x console so it's not the series x not the you know next gen quote-unquote but for the series x this is supposed to come out um for cyberpunk so that'll be pretty sweet but i mean even if you do pick up the series x this holiday season you'll be able to play cyberpunk 2077 with upgraded um texture packs enhanced features uh, what have you, because Xbox is just not awesome. And, you know, Cyber so, uh, you get those enhancement features without having to pay anything extra without having to pay for a remastered version. So let's say if you're playing the Cyberpunk 2077 on the OG Betamax Xbox One, and you say, you know what? I want to upgrade and get an Xbox One X or a Series X because I want to be in with the crowd and I need an upgrade very, very badly. You can upgrade your console and keep the same game, it'll be compatible, forward compatible, and you will also get those um graphical enhancements for free when you make that upgrade. So that's pretty nice. But um let's move on here. We have a little bit of drama going on, Devin. This is crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Florence Pugh. Of all people, lovely, lovely Florence Pugh, is, is responding to online trolls because they were bullying her about the age gap between her boyfriend, Zach Braff, which you did not know that they were dating at I have all. I had no idea. Which I thought... <laughs> and, I, I mean, I thought people knew, but I guess it's not like, you know, like a well-known, well-known thing, you know, it's, it's, it's her life, her love life, her business, so... Um, I kind of threw this in here because it's, it kind of just, it does bug me that, you know, people are so judgmental towards, uh, celebrities. Yes, they are more in the limelight, but as I've said before, time and time again, people need to understand that celebrities are people too. They have a mind of their own and they can date whoever they want. And honestly, um, I think she had posted a, uh, picture on Instagram for Zach's birthday, um, and it pretty much it said, uh, "Today we shall smile wider than the clouds are gray." April 6th, um and we're celebrating hard. Happy birthday, which is Boogies. I guess that's just a nickname she has for him. And uh, Boogies and Cheers for the special person. Oh, I see. Uh, raise those bubbles and jiggle! Exclamation mark. So I think it's a pretty nice, heartfelt you know, um, Instagram post that, uh, she posted for her boyfriend's birthday and she got slammed and ridiculed on, you know, uh, Instagram. And she put out a video pretty much saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to date who I'm going to date. I've been working since I think she says she's been working since she was maybe 18, 19 years old. And you know, it's, it's her life. And long story short, mind your business (laughs) because yeah, I mean, it, it does not change our lives in the slightest to whom Florence Pugh is dating. So, did you have any uh, other thoughts about that, Devon? Or did you want to move on to the next subject, which I know you're dying to let everybody know about. Oh, yeah, it's quibby time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> all right, 10 minutes or okay, less, let's go. This news <laughs> was
1: really weird, and it makes quibby look very stupid. So the good news first: they had 1.7 million downloads in the first week. That seems like a good number, good for them. But then CEO mm. Meg Whitman mentions that they are fast-tracking plans to bring Quibi to TV screens. What do you mean? That was your <laughs> whole selling point. You were like, "Oh, we're going to be the, the only mobile, uh, yeah, mobile now we're be on TV screens yeah. <laughs> after launch."
0: That's so dumb. <laughs> Was that uh Casey or is that Yoshi Casey. in the background? <laughs> oh, I miss Casey so much. <laughs> that's my girl, my favorite dog. I miss her. But yes, yeah, why not um, just have it on TV to be? I, with? I, I... Yeah, that didn't really make any sense because it's like I think they quickly realized that's like, yeah, all oh, like mobile only. It's like if you're gonna do mobile only, you need to like stick to your guns when it comes to this kind of thing because it's like. I mean, come on now. Like, just think about this. If you're saying you, you can't backtrack, essentially, that's like Netflix saying, hey, you know, um, since Disney Plus came out, um, we've decided to go the same route as them and release one episode per week. That goes against their entire like motto and their, their entire belief system and w- what they've built this company on is about you know they they believe in the binging model so just do it but i mean i think quibi was like quickly realized like oh man like oh i think people you know we're getting a lot of requests for people on tv oh it shouldn't be that bad but i mean yeah it kind of makes sense like i mean if someone wants to watch a show or a movie in quote-unquote chapters i think they're going to want to watch it on their big screen tv i mean it is nice because it's kind of like Quibi is was at least for the time being was the like Nintendo Switch of the movie industry. You know, like their whole thing was, you know, watching TV on the go. Like, yes, Netflix has watching TV on the go. You can watch it on your phone, but you can also watch it on your big fifty-five inch screen TV. So, you, you I look, know. you look, I mean, dumb, I mean, it's, Quibi. it's weird. You just look dumb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you look. Dumb Quibi, just Meg. get it together, make better shows that people will care about. I, have, I haven't opened and, the app, since you know. I'll stick review. with that,
1: and I don't, don't really see myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I honestly haven't opened it either. It was like, oh, I was like, I was yeah, I'm definitely going to check out the rest of Survive. I want to see how this ends. No, <laughs> i was like oh we reviewed it cool <laughs> moving on to the next thing this is it's, and yeah, kind um, of we old are gonna news,
1: be- but also nice to hear that it's actually initial <laughs> sam raimi confirms that he's directing doctor strange to the multiverse of madness
0: dun, dun, dun. yeah with my girl wanda maximoff i'm so, so we, excited not, not too much to say
1: yes we talked about that in the past but welcome back sam we're
0: glad to have you yeah he actually has free reign. he has like f- uh free creative control as well he did say that um that was part of his deal that he have that uh free reign of what he would want his vision of this um of this movie to be so we might be getting a rated r movie maybe or a more more of a hardcore um, PG thirteen movie, so hopefully I don't know. That'll be pretty cool. But on to the next piece of Marvel news, we have Mister John Kaczynski
1: <laughs> meeting Just with make Marvel it official. Studios. This he is has to be
0: Reed Richards.
1: <laughs> There's no. It's, it's, a, you, rumor. it's a rumor. It's a rumor. Hold on. He doesn't become Reed Richards. It's yeah. too perfect. Well, what if he becomes like Wolverine? Yeah, what if he's like Captain America
0: <laughs> like, again? Oh, <laughs> again? <laughs> okay, Like okay. besides Reed Richards, what other no no. Marvel? No one? It, it, not I even Cyclops. Be Reed Richards I, and Emily I,
1: Blunt has yeah. to be Sue Storm. It's just too perfect.
0: Okay, well, what yeah. if Emily Blunt was Jean Grey and no, Cyclops I saw was. someone
1: say that. And it's just not the same. It's just not the oh, same. Oh, Really?
0: He even looks like Reed yeah. Richards. She would look weird. He does. Emily Blunt will look really yeah. weird with red hair. Like because that yeah. Okay, I I take that back. Well I'll I'll take back the Emily Blunt part. I'm not taking back the John Krasinski part because that's I I think if there was another hero for him to play We, we don't want to cover up his face with those Cyclops. giant goggles. <laughs>
1: Gene, <laughs> didn't, didn't he? Didn't he drop tell an F bomb <laughs> in, in Dark Phoenix? The one they were allowed to
0: have, I—I think so. It was, I so so. <laughs> it, it was it either was him or I—I I, I think it, it was like it was. Towards F- the <laughs> end, it was bad. Tell me, Charles. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh man, but hey i love dark phoenix it's it's an okay movie i can watch it over and over again (laughs) but i can never watch x-men origins wolverine i just can't (laughs) gene all right um (laughs) let's move on to our next uh our next story here we have babu freak originally died in the rise of skywalker um however uh, Abrams showed the film to Steven Spielberg, and he asked, "What happened to Babu?" I'm, I'm starting. When, I'm when starting, starting to doubt
1: JJ Abrams' judgment a lot. What are you doing, guy? You killed <laughs> Babu. He was the best part like, of the movie.
0: He was like, like "Yep, the joint is ready." <laughs> there was that one TikTok of that girl who pretty much imitated. Babu Frick's voice and it was like the best thing ever. Um, but I believe Babu Frick was uh voiced by the lady who played um uh, Moaning Myrtle in the Harry Potter series. Yeah. I believe so. So I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, I, I do agree with you. Um it's kind of weird that Abram was just like, oh well, you know, Spielberg said, What happened to Babu? And he said, Well, I guess Babu's in the movie now. It's like does the decision just is is it that easy? I mean, one person said what happened to Babu. I mean, I, I do agree. Babu Freak was definitely one of the best parts of the movie for sure. But um, if Babu would have died, I would want it to be a, I would want it to be the same type of depth, death, excuse me, that Dobby um, re, um, received in Harry Potter. He but at the same time, you know, introduced we spent and a lot of, then
1: killed in the same movie though. That would have been so stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Bob, Dobby's been in a few, you know, Harry Potter movies, and that's what I was going to say. You know, we've had time to grow with his character, but, you know, Babu Frick's just a one-off. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's a little cute little alien. He, why, why why would you want to kill, kill off uh, baby Babu Frick? I don't know if he's a baby, but he doesn't look like a baby. Well, kind of looks like a baby. The size of him is baby size, but so is Baby Yoda. Speaking baby Yoda, of Baby
1: Yoda... Baby. <laughs> An eight episode documentary about the Mandalorian is coming to Disney Plus. It's kinda it just kinda shows how big this show is because what other show gets a documentary after the first season?
0: show oh uh, that's a very good question i don't think there has ever been one to be completely honest not that i know of if anyone does know who's listening uh let us know in the comments down below on youtube or uh let us know on twitter at film optics um uh, um but yeah this, this is really what, great may um i'm
1: it's coming out the may the may the fifth i no, believe may 4th, yeah,
0: no no May 4th, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Star Wars Day. And also the final episode of Star Wars Clone Wars has been moved up from May eighth to May 4th as well. So I think I, I well, at least I have <laughs> some yeah. more Star Wars stuff to watch. Wow. <laughs> Tell you though, you're gonna come around because everyone's gonna be talking about this. You're be like, oh man, I don't want to be left out. <laughs> no, okay. <I'm kidding. laughs> I don't know, only time will tell, it's fine Um, But yes, so the documentary for this will be releasing on May 4th Which is, um, it's supposed to be a mm, It's pretty much just the, you know, since since season 2 has essentially come to a halt I think this is something that they're giving to fill the void, you know, of how the show was made and i've actually started watching the uh this documentary for war it's i guess it's kind of it's mainly for the rise of skywalker but it's kind of the star wars as a whole um it's part of the extra bonus features for the rise of skywalker i believe it's i didn't know it was two hours i thought it was like a 30 minute like documentary i was like man this seems to be going on forever and i pressed the pause button to look at the timeline i was like 30 what the i was like i got an hour and a half left of this what's going on I was like, all right, I got to watch this later. Because I thought it was going to be like a quick little thing because I just finished watching the movie. I'm like, I'll, I'll watch this later on. But this is it's supposed to be part of the um, Disney gallery, uh, so to speak. But uh, did you have anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, head over to some uh, lightning fast the Next news?
1: Might, might have been the thing that made me most excited. <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, Thor four details are coming from Taika Waititi, the man himself. This, this first bullet point, the legend.
1: Here, it, it is crazy to think about.
0: He <laughs> said the uh, the script for Thor four or Thor eleven Thunder, I should say, uh, makes Ragnarok that look is safe. insane.
1: Did you see Tessa Thompson's and... face
0: when he said that? <laughs> it was like, Whoa. "Yeah, I was actually just, <laughs> I was just about to bring that up because like." You know, she kind of has like that very like staring face, and like you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of things like phase her. But I mean, as soon as he said that, she was like, "What?" <laughs> Got like the best reaction out of her. Like, imagine. Like, Ragnarok is so amazing. out
1: there and, and, and different. To think that this one's gonna make that look safe—it's just insane. <laughs> Taika, I love you.
0: I absolutely love. Him. I love you, Taika. He, he's. Uh, I gotta watch Judge a Rabbit again, dude. I just love that movie he's so, so good. much so good he he he's, he's, he's just uh you know he's he's making a name for himself you know he at the oscars and just everywhere and he seems like a really great guy really 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 cool dude mr new zealand yeah. i believe that's where he's from um and also he confirms that space, sh- space sharks are confirmed that's aka star I've sharks I don't, so that's i've never seen cool. them but it sounds amazing <laughs> yeah. right i mean sp- we, we got Space Horses and Star Wars. Let's get some Space Sharks and some uh, some Thor, you know? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the Space Sharks will be more of a, you know, probably more of a um, story-driven factor, hopefully, or at least, look like, really, really cool. Um, and he also teases that Hulk um, is set to make an appearance, um, which I kind of thought this was going to happen, but, you know, I wasn't too sure because they haven't really said anything about it until now so i mean they make such a great pairing and you know i I don't see why not um fat thor is very unlikely um this will touch and this will also touch more on the cronin culture the uh, cork species so we get to see more uh, more of Korg's uh kinfolk to uh to put it lightly and I guess he stays uh, coy on the Baderay bill appearance, Christian Bale, which everyone's kind of, you know. He even looks like Christian, a horse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come on. I, 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 I maybe he said he's done with uh, weight fluctuations as well. So hopefully, you know, it, it's 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 got it's got to be Bale. It's it's got to be Christian Bale for sure. We 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 all love the guy and. I, I think him appearing in a Marvel movie, or an MCU movie, I should say, would be pretty sweet. But um, also, another little bit of, uh, this is our last little bit of Marvel news here for now. Uh, Nick Offerman uh, says he would love to be in a Marvel film if Taika Waititi was I think a involved. a lot of people are going to want to be working with Taika. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he might make a small appearance in Thor 4. We never know. I, want him, I, mean, I just want him to know, play he's, as Steve Swanson.
1: <laughs> he's just on a, He's just at a desk somewhere and just, Thor shows up. Just,
0: he's, he's just, unimpressed. Just a, an Asgard version of Ron Swanson. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, I I I would I would go see that just for just for his his uh his scene alone for sure. But um we have a little bit more of uh some more Netflix news, and I know how much you love Martin Scorsese. So I'm going to let you take this one. Um, he's he's turning two of the streaming services against each other. It looks like
1: <laughs> Apple and Netflix uh, are competing for distribution rights to his upcoming Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, movie yeah, called Killer, you know, Killer of Ooh. the Flower
0: Moon, which is an interesting <laughs> title. Yes. I. Yeah. Very, very interesting title. And I mean, was it, was it Spielberg or was it Martin who was saying that streaming is like the both, worst thing ever? Probably, or because, yeah, both of them. I mean, honestly, all I have to say is he got what he deserved when he was sitting there during the Oscars, you know, uh, half asleep. Because that's how a lot of us felt trying to get through this freaking movie. It was good, but wow, was it long? Like, they had some really great mo- moments in there, but I'm like, you know what, this is how I felt when I was sitting there on Thanksgiving watching the Irishman for the first time. And I almost went to go see it in theaters, but I decided not to at the last second. And I'm kind of glad I didn't go see it in theaters. Cause there's no way I could have sat there for that long. But um, Mr. Marty being a little genius here, trying to pit Apple and Netflix against each other. So who are you taking? Devin? Apple needs it. Apple needs it who way more than of- Netflix does. <laughs> apple needs it but will apple get it i mean then again ooh. I mean, Netflix you know what did get him nominated I, yeah but how many of those awards did he walk away with that man was fast asleep <laughs> during that awards show even if he did win he'd be like oh, oh, what's going on oh, i don't know um <clears throat> But yeah, I do agree that uh, Apple definitely needs it more than Netflix. Apple's been ramping up their uh, their original shows so far. I, I would have I had to commend Apple TV plus because they're one of the newest like the newest streaming service out there that doesn't necessarily have its own backlog to fall back on, like say with Disney or HBO Max or Peacock. Because, you know, those shows will always be there for NBC, for Peacock. Um, I, I would have to commend them because, you know, they're they're going in this completely blind and essentially just creating original shows right off the bat. And they don't really have, you know, Apple's, you know, m- was originally mainly known for iTunes and the iPod and, you know, Macs and what have you. So they're more of a tech company than they are a streaming industry, you know, entertainment um companies so i have to commend them on this but i would definitely like to see this go to apple tv plus so people can excuse me check out their shows and what and whatnot but uh let's move on to the next piece and actually lied because i thought we were done with all this movie with all this disney stuff but apparently there's a robin hood remake in the works at disney plus with the blind spotting director do you have any hot takes gonna be a robin hood remake i just don't care Tech fleece Robin yes. Hood. <laughs> I think that was the first episode, full episode of Wise Camera Barstool that I ever listened to. That you had told me to check them out. Classic, classic, like, ah, true. You know, <laughs> it said Tech fleece Robin Hood. I was like, Yes, yes. Someone who understands, because I think it was literally as soon. As I went to go see that in theaters, I don't think we reviewed I never it saw though. It. But okay, that, yeah, I was like, wow, this is so true. But I mean, the, the cast is great. It's just the script was not. And like we've said, you know, Robin has been told, you know, so many different adaptations time and time again. And I mean, there is always room for improvement because we've seen it with other films such as A Star is Born and A Little Women as well. Uh, both have had multiple adaptations, and actually, Little Women had a uh, <laughs> a more uh, modern version. I think it was in these past few years come out. I never watched it, but I heard it was not not good at all. I was like, it, it <sighs> don't take a period piece and try to move it into the modern day world because it just doesn't work. <laughs> but oh well. Um, but Devin, I I, I hear. Um, Whisper is going on over at HBO Max. You want to t- t- tell me about that one? This Friends reunion special
1: <laughs> that uh, very few people are asking for is not going to be at launch. Mm.
0: Sad. Sad. Very sad. <laughs> I pretend to be shocked. It, sounds like
1: it just doesn't sound like it would be enjoyable. I don't know, man.
0: It's very, very... Um, I can't say it's devastating. But, I mean, do you have any... You know heartfelt uh in any feelings towards this yeah. at all <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't, I don't want right. a but reunion yeah, um, an office reunion like it's just it just won't be the yeah, same it's going to be forced
0: yeah and honestly i feel like this is like years and years way too late like mm-hmm. like if you know if if friends where Words have came out with like a reunion special, this should have came out years ago. I mean, I get it, yeah. Like, Friends is kind of like making a new spark coming back, um, from Netflix, which is actually not going to be on Netflix. I actually know it's not on Netflix anymore. I don't believe so. I don't believe it is, and neither is How I Met Your Mother. But, How I Met Your Mother is like a thousand times better than this show, like, hands down. Like, I, I love Friends, it's a great sitcom. I'm like one of the very like i probably probably belong to like the small 10 percent of people in this world who still watch sitcoms and i mean they're not as popular as they were you know uh years ago but you know i still like to go back and watch my faves you know boy meets world how i met your mother seinfeld what have you but i mean i can't really i can't say that i'm you know super excited for this i mean i'll definitely check it out but I don't think it's anything really worth reviewing for us at least or really talk about so
1: and i'll I'll be there
0: for you yeah. but will gamescom be there for us mm, will gamescom be there for us Devin? I like that sub that segue. that was very very nice very very well planned out so um we have gamescom twenty twenty is cancelled and a digital yes a digital but but a digital planned event um, is going to seemingly we'll see if they take actually its place. Through with that, I
1: think um, E3 had a similar idea and then just canceled it all together.
0: Right. I think E3 was supposed to do it themselves, but I think from what I've read, I know that like Xbox and Ubisoft and EA we're trying to have their own digital events very similar to like a Nintendo style direct um event where you know everything's pre-recorded uh, a pre- a pre-recorded video and they just live stream it which i think is honestly the best thing but for people who don't know what gamescom is it's pretty much like a mini miniature uh, E3 that takes place in cologne germany every year and so, of course, um, understandably so, they have canceled it due to the pandemic that is going on. But, you know, they, they still want to give uh, people uh, a, a, a little bit of love from here on out. They, they put out a nice little post on Twitter as well, saying that, you know, due to the circumstances, um, you know, they're going to be pushing this uh they're going to be excuse me canceling this event for this year and they're all but they're already working at full speed for a digital games com um so that'll be pretty cool and you know they they said they will be reviewing more uh excuse me revealing more about about it within the next few weeks and till then stay healthy and don't forget uh, stay home um, and play together. Speaking as of well. uh, so, playing, I think
1: yeah. you should take the next couple stories, Mister Sony Pony. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, I detest that word because I'm not a Sony Pony. It is very Sony. Uh, Sony is is, is is it's a love hate relationship with this company because there's a lot of things I like about the company. I like the studios. These um the worldwide studios that Sony owns, such as Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, uh, Insomniac Games, uh, S- uh, Santa Monica Studios, so on and so forth. But there's a lot of things I don't like about this company, and it drives me insane. But um, this next story comes from <clears throat> um, Jamatsu. Well, originally it comes from Bloomberg. So uh, Sony is actually planning to limit the PS5 production production for the first year which is kind of weird but given the circumstances again it does make a little bit more sense um sony interactive uh, entertainment uh plans to produce fewer units of the playstation 5 within its first year compared to the launch of the playstation 4 uh, according to a bloomberg report um so it's you know, with, with everything going on with COVID nineteen, it is uh, apparently uh, COVID nineteen. It's affected the promotional plans for the PlayStation Five, um, but it also looks like um, it hasn't affected its production capacity, according um, to this anonymous um, um, reporter who actually gave us this, uh, who gave you know this general information uh, to to a Bloomberg report. But it looks like uh, game developers are saying that the price range will be probably between 500 and 550, which makes a lot of sense. And of course, you know they're, um, you know, during the pandemic, it's harder to find the parts that they need for to make to to produce these consoles. And so, you know, the the higher the demand, certain prices are uh, the excuse me, the more higher demand of certain items are for certain parts because you have to imagine that, you know, a lot of different companies are using a lot of different parts for all for all these gizmos, these gadgets, these consoles, or whatever these tech pieces may be. So they their plan is to release a limited amount of PlayStation 5s um, when it first comes out this holiday season to try to keep the costs down because of that uh, supply and demand but another um, part of their plan they, they hope on relying on uh, existing PlayStation 4 models to kind of bridge that gap to get new users um, onto the PlayStation network which I think is pretty um, which makes a lot of sense because there are two more exclusives that we have yet um, have yet to come out uh, on playstation With what you have the last of us part two and you have ghosts of tsushima which is uh coming from sucker punch games and last of us is obviously coming from naughty dog so um i think this is a smart idea i've also read a little bit about um <clears throat> sony might cut the base and pro ps4 pro models which are currently, um, you know, around 200, uh, I mean, excuse me, 300, $400 to kind of attract new PlayStation subscribers. I think it's a pretty smart idea. Um, I mean, it kind of sucks, but at the same time, not a lot of people buy consoles day one. Um, I don't normally fall into that because I just, I, I, I like getting consoles day one, especially with the PlayStation five being backwards compatible. Um, I think it is definitely worth your money because you can still play your backwards, your, your, um, your catalog of PlayStation four games and, uh, you know, get rid of the old PlayStation four. And, you know, as new games come out, you'll already be ready to play those new games. Um, so pretty much enough about that, but Sony really quick with this next story, um, they announced a play at home initiative, which I thought was very smart, smart of them. Um, so, Through From April 15th, which was yesterday, through May 5th, uh, there are two games that you can pick up on the PlayStation Store for absolutely free. You don't need a PlayStation Plus subscription or anything of that nature. Um, It's going to be the Nathan Drake Collection, which has Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. And also you get uh, Journey. As well, it's more of a smaller indie game title, but that's not all. If you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber, uh, I believe Uncharted Four is one of the uh, "quote unquote" free games that you get this month as well. So, yeah, um that's your Sony Pony news of the week. Good job. <laughs> I know that was uh, that was a lot to get through, but it, it's you know the the current like I'm still hoping these these. Um, these consoles still come out because, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, you know, well, they just make remastered versions of um, The Last of Us Part Two or Ghost of Tsushima for the PlayStation 5. I don't think that's going to happen because the architecture for the PS4 and the PS5 are the same. It's based on AMD um, x86 architecture. And... You know, Sony's been boasting the, the amazing performance boost that you get with PlayStation Four games, so it kind of eliminates that need to rebuy, let's say, The Last of Us Part Two on your PS Four, and then rebuy it again as a remastered version. If the PlayStation Five can just take that, you know, the base version of The Last of Us Part Two and just make it run better and look better and just overall um, ha- have a better performance. Um, Outcome, so I thought that was pretty cool, but I know you're very excited for this next more non, non delay news, which is very refreshing. Yes, more non delay
1: uh, Guardians is. of the Galaxy. Volume I, I hope, 3 I hope and Suicide Squad will not be delayed,
0: according to James Gunn. It's the Suicide Squad, I think. This, this, uh, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> as Devin had said, both, um. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three and the Suicide Squad will not Squad will not be delayed. I know you're very excited about this, Devin, aren't you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> suicide Squad is weird, but I mean, I'll see it.
0: <laughs> did, did Did you have you watched Suicide Squad? Uh, no. Hell to Pay or Batman and uh Batman Assault on Arkham? Okay, those are both Suicide Squads. I believe it's on my voodoo, so definitely check them out whenever you have a chance to. Um, you know get into that but that'd be pretty cool uh but yeah th- that's i mean that's some pretty good news that we've gotten as if we haven't had enough news already that we've been talking about here but you know what's really getting people you know hyped and just crunked and you know hashtag lit universal universal is reporting that trolls world tour generated the biggest opening day and weekend of all time for a digital release Um, but has not provided the actual data uh, for this record with the price tag being $20 for a digital uh, rental which is three times the norm because I don't know a single person out there who pays $20 for a ticket unless you're going to go see it in IMAX or Dolby which I don't think a lot of people are. But apparently, that twenty dollars price tag for the rental has helped it significantly. Um, but Devin, I, I know you're you're very excited for this next Trolls movie. You've been talking about it all week. You've been you've been rewatching the, the first Trolls movie earlier this week. Let, let's get your I've thoughts. watched it twelve times in the past twenty four hours.
1: I can't stop singing the songs. Um,
0: <laughs> no, I I've I don't can't think I'll ever watch it. any Trolls movie. No. <laughs> no, I no, I actually have not seen the first trolls myself. I've listened to the soundtrack. I can't soundtrack believe this bumping, is it also but, opened in 21
1: you know. drive-in theaters. I can't believe drive-in theaters are still going on in especially in these circumstances. I mean, I guess you can social distance easier, but still like you're really going to a drive-in theater? Yeah, cuz I
0: mean Right. I mean, you have to get out and, you know, use the bathroom or get, you know, snacks and popcorn at some point, right? so i don't know i mean i guess it does make sense to keep them open because you know they're more of like like you said it's 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 practicing social social distancing everyone's in their own car everyone has their their masks on their their nice little gloves i just wonder how they uh use the bathroom or i, I guess for snacks and everything it would be more of like a uh curbside assistance type thing they would just come up to your uh to your door, or you know, place your <laughs> your popcorn and snacks like down next to your car, and you and they back away, <laughs> pick it up, <laughs> enjoy yeah. your movie. Speaking of oh, movies, wow. but uh, and
1: theaters, Cinemark has laid off yeah. seventeen thousand five hundred hourly workers, and half of their corporate staff have been furloughed. It's really it's really getting that's scary that's, for these theaters.
0: It is. And for people out there who don't know what the word furlough, mean, furlough means, it just means and you know they're they're shut down until further notice, essentially. So it's it is very sad. And we've also reported that US uh well this is a little bit more of a glimmering hope here that US uh theaters hope to, re- to reopen in late July. Uh but m- they might not show new Lieutenant, movies. Which- we need tenant we need dune we need quiet place part two because i think that was my biggest heavy hitter so far and that one other mother movie that was supposed to come out on my birthday weekend that just got canned away i was i was looking forward to it i think that's a blumhouse film i think but yeah th- this this is very um it, i don't think people realize you know for us who are working it um, may be, you know, your your workflow may be crazier than usual, but you have to keep in the back of your mind that there are a lot of other people out there who, you know, just are not getting paid or, and and are unable to pay their bills. And I don't know how a twelve hundred <laughs> a twelve hundred dollar stimulus check is supposed to last you ten weeks, but <laughs> here we are. Unless you're married. And have kids. The more kids you have, the more of a stimulus check you get. But yeah, I I I don't think 1,200 is gonna last people ten weeks. I was on Twitter and pe- people were saying like everyone's just like blowing their monies on like their money on like new TVs and whatnot. I'm like, okay, it's it's a smart idea, you know, you got the money for it. But you know, this it just depends on your financial situation, I guess, you know. Yeah.
1: But I need a, I yeah. need a water fountain, uh, you so wanna, I might
0: get one. <laughs> um, I guess I'll talk about this next one really quick because uh, this is actually our second, wow, our second to last news piece. I didn't realize we were almost done with all of this. <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> I know Devin doesn't really know well who Calvin Harrison Jr. is. For those of you who don't know, he did um star in the movie Waves and he also uh starred in the movie Luche. loose excuse me um man my throat's getting kind of dry but he has been cast casted to feature in hbo's euphoria season two and this comes from collider um i know devin's watched euphoria season one did you finish a very
1: strange ending but definitely you'll have to see it for yourself
0: okay I definitely will because I I enjoy Kevin Harrison Jr. Um, he is a he's he, he's shaping up to be a phenomenal actor man you know like um I definitely recommend uh watching Waves I believe it is on my uh on uh, on the video account um and I haven't s- okay I've seen parts of Loose but I've been waiting for a, um, a Blu-ray version to come out. And for whatever reason, the only version you can find anywhere is a DVD version at Best Buy. I mean, you can buy the digital version. I guess buying the digital version would be a little bit better. Uh, but I don't know why it's only a DVD copy it's, uh, for physical. It's very, very odd but yeah that's just a uh, small little piece of news here there's not much to say about it because i haven't seen it myself but um i believe um i'm not sure who he will be playing himself um through uh euphoria but good for good for kelvin harrison jr very uh very uh that's a great great feat to have but, Devin, we have one last thing before we wrap up this podcast. We have a fan question. Do you want to read that for
1: us It us really looks quick? Like we have a question from m.n.millerfilmrev, and he has asked, what happens when the studios dot, dot, dot run out of movies? Because, obviously, new movies aren't being made currently, so there might be a point where nothing can be released that is new. So he, he thinks, right. so he, he wonders if we're going to get some canceled TV shows that were never seen before, maybe some pilots that never got aired, some more animation, so a Paul Rudd movie. Animation, domination,
0: I like that. It's, it's a I good question because
1: I believe it might be a possibility. <laughs> I mean, Hollywood is already out of ideas. Everyone complains about this. But now they're officially out of even making bad ideas. So I know <laughs> I know. Uh, there's we saw that Valley Girl trailer. That looked awful. Jake, Jake uh, Paul or uh, Logan Paul was in it for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. And why? <laughs> I don't know. Like new movies aren't going to be coming out. And it's going to be weird. I don't know what they're going to do
0: going to be super like i it's kind of like hollywood's now to answer his question it's just like roll out the rejects because i know a lot of people have been you know trying to still produce content during this time when it comes to new movies and tv shows Um, but eventually yes um i do feel like we are going to run out of movies or we're going to run out of content to watch because of this pandemic if it gets any worse hopefully you know we are entering the peak and then throughout later on the year it will be very more uh subtle and it'll start to uh, simmer down there for a bit but i on to answer this question i i really don't know what's going to happen um yeah, I hope we maybe we will see that new Paul Rudd movie with the weird blonde hair, <laughs> as he notes in his question. But um, I would hope, I, if if anything, I would like to see more of the animation domination because I, for whatever reason, I love a good movie or a good show that it says great animation. i I'm still a big advocate for 2D hand drawn. Um, animation. If anyone hasn't seen the movie Klaus that's on Netflix, it is more of a Christmas movie, yes, but that is hand drawn and it just looks beautiful. I absolutely love trolls too, as as I mentioned before. Get that in there. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Trolls as well. (laughs) Trolls as well. Um, if if that is your cup of tea, um, honestly, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what it is. I just I just love animated films, and like I said before, during the beginning of this uh this new show, I've been watching a lot of uh, the Miyazaki films uh, from Studio Ghibli, and you know it just it just takes my breath away. They just they just look so damn good, man. It's just amazing. But I hope we answered your uh, question there, M. N. Miller Film Rev, because we are at the end of our new show here. And I uh, just wanted to thank Devin, as always, for coming on and thank everybody for listening as well. And before we go, I um, wanted to let everybody know we are doing a giveaway for um, a digital copy of Little Women, Greta Gerwig's uh, adaptation of a little women i will post the i'll put the link in the description on youtube and also put it in the details of the podcast as well but um, it will be over on a pin tweet on our twitter page um you can follow us at film optics that's o-p-t-i-x is how optics is spelled um to enter for your chance to win so that would be really interesting and um I know a few weeks ago I said that I was going to start streaming. Um I'm up to 27 followers on um on Twitch. So that's actually pretty cool. I'm like halfway to an affiliate, which is like amazing. Like I just didn't think I would actually get this far. Um I've been streaming a little bit on and off, been trying to do it a little bit more regular uh regularly. Oh, excuse me. But um, hopefully I'll definitely stream some uh, Final Fantasy this weekend, uh, probably tomorrow, because uh, it's, it's just been a really long work week, been a little bit stressed out with, you know, staying indoors. I'm sure we all have been, but, um, you know, can't complain too much because, you know, we're fortunate enough to have um, still keep our jobs during these uh, crazy times because we are essential workers in this workforce. Um, but who's to say who's not essential To be completely honest But again, you can listen to this podcast On Apple Podcasts, Google Play Stitchers, Spotify YouTube, iHeartRadio Anchor and Podbean um, uh, My name is Christian And that was Devin And do you have anything else you wanted to say To our lovely listeners out there Before we uh, uh, close up shop? Stay home Stay home, stay safe to wash your hands. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.